All right, we're back, Jim. In the basement. Good to be here. You know what? Last week's episode began with me ranting about the kids eating here mm-hmm. in the basement. Here we are. We just finished a, finished up a meal down here. What did we just do? I want to paint a little bit of a picture. Uh, we were down here getting ready to record this podcast, and your kids, whom we talked about last week, were scolded for eating down here. Scolded. <laughs> were sent <laughs> down here to bring us a meal. They were. They were. I want to go back to the scolding. <laughs> As the scolder. Does that make me the scolder? You did. I mean, there was a reprimand at the very least, was there not? Well, there had been, you know, roughhousing. Sure. There had been shenanigans going on. And sometimes you have to scold a ruffian, you know? (laughs) Yeah, they really got a talking to. (laughs) They sure did. You gave them the what for. That's what I think happened. Dress them up and down. (laughs) Is that, that is a term. Yeah, I guess I haven't heard that in a while. You haven't? Oh, I'm sorry. Dressing them up and down? No, I wasn't. I haven't heard that one in a while. Says a guy who just said scolded. (laughs) (laughs) I just pick my random words. Anyway, you were painting a beautiful picture. The boys came down. They they shoved the the carbs in front of us. It was a great meal. Sarah made a bolognese. Yeah, man. What a great meal. What a, a nice little surprise. You get that every day. Does bolognese sound appetizing to you, if you really think about it? Not bolognese. By name. Sounds like a nase. It does. I wouldn't know exactly what a bolognese was, I don't think, until I saw it. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Silent G. Pasta with meat. Bolognese. Bolognese. Bolognese, yeah. I believe. It's, it's spaghetti sauce, basically. Yeah. It's just, uh, but it was good, man. And I was like, I don't want to eat this big bowl of pasta mm-hmm. right before we do episode 89. Mm-hmm. Right? The old Mike Ditka. And the old me, not the old me. This is just any reaction, right? I just want to say that a lot of times I would react, be like a huge asshole. Like, come on. What I don't want doing? this right now. I'm about to record. Yeah. Bringing food down there. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just try this. Have a bite. And I'm like, this looks really good. What a nice gesture. She, and she knew you were coming over here. This this episode, by the way, is being filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> really we, gotta, we had to continue to paint the picture. Mm-hmm. So shortly after we were fed, Ben arrives. Ben shows up. Ben Anderson, our, what would you say, the... Um, Producer? What's what's a great, like, adjective when you introduce someone, like, the the strong, the reliable Ben Anderson? Yeah, there you go. The, he, put, he cuts it together for he us. He does. He does. He puts the episode together. So he does a great he, job. He's here for the first time. We, have, we always have to have, like, something special about our episodes. <laughs> this week we're on the road. <laughs> This week, it's a holiday. I'm in my house. This, Pat's in his. This week, someone's here. <laughs> this week, our boys brought us noodles. It's that or we have to prepare. And I think it's easier to just pretend that there's something special happening every week than actually spend time. Yeah, so the uh, the, the, the the kids that got yelled at for eating <laughs> brought sad. us brought us dinner tonight. I love it. And it was excellent. Thank you to your lovely wife, Sarah, for making us a meal. You know, I just went upstairs and said, Sarah, that was so good, you know. We're going to probably talk about this now. This is going to be the first thing we talk about. Uh-huh. You're going to have to start listening. <laughs> she said never. <laughs> never. I love so, it. I anyway. love that. I love her resolve to not care. About the, always supports us in the endeavors. Oh, yeah. But not listen to it in the least. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. We had a, we actually had a nice night last night. We had a little date night. You know, things are going to get a little crazy now with the uh, touring. So Oh, yeah. Had a... Uh, a little date night. We stayed a little staycation. All right. What'd you guys Stayed do? downtown in our beautiful city. What, what, what? The city of Chicago. Yeah. Which some people talk shit about, and I'm getting tired of it. A lot of people talking shit about Chicago. A lot of people right from now. Chicago talk yeah. shit about Chicago. It's like, dude, you are going to be, you know, living your whole life because of Chicago. It's pretty great, isn't it? Yeah. It's, I think it's, I mean, come on. I've been around, right? Yeah. We all have. Chicago is still the best city. Tops. You I look mean, at like the, the, Conde, what do you say? The Condé Nast? Condé Nast? Condé Nast, yeah. The Condé Nast? I think so. They love us. They do. They always say Chicago's number one. I agree Best with tourist them. city. You know the uh, the mobile travel guide? Mm-hmm. We're number one always. in the mobile travel guide. We're number one. Rand McNally <laughs> loves us. Zagats. Zagats, big fans. TripAdvisor. Who's its? What's its? Google Reviews. Everyone loves Chicago. Everyone loves Chicago, and except they, for the people who talk and shit. Then, and then you hear people talk, and it's like, what? what not what it used to be. Nothing's what it used to be. It's not supposed to, is it? The only thing is what it used to be is this podcast right here. <laughs> we are all about nostalgia, so that makes sense. We just bring it. So yeah, we had a great night in, in Chicago. Tell we went we'll- to um, RPM. Okay. 
seafood, RPM seafood. This is really not Italian or steak. Now they have RPM seafood right there on the river. And I'm very affectionate about this part of the city, Jim, because I worked at traffic court. Yeah. The old traffic court. 321 North LaSalle. Mm -hmm. And it's right across the street from there. I love that area. Nice dinner. It was raining. It was all right. We embraced it. Um, Is there an umbrella over you? Windows are open. We had a nice booth. You're indoors. Indoors. They do have outdoor seating too that was covered. I love it. Like it was raining and we embraced it, but you're (laughs) indoors. No, I'm just saying like the night. You know what I mean? You're walking because we stay down there. So you don't, you know, you're walking from the hotel to the, you know. What do you go with in an RPM seafood? What did I have? I had the Branzino. And a boy. Dude, our waiter was something special. Like yeah. Out of an out of the skit, dude. Like how so? Just dancing around the table, pirouetting, floating. Real into it. Just the food. Like he was not, you know, from Chicago. I think he was Spanish. Okay. If I had to guess. Okay. I think this guy was from España. And really And was just very demonstrative. Putting that accent mark behind everything all he did. Yeah. You know, the Branzinos come, comes with tomatoes and they're there for a reason. Make sure you take a break and <laughs> really, yeah, have a tomato. They're there. Eat them. Make sure you take a break and, and have a tomato. Like dancing hey, with, as it was really. Don't you get all into the main course without having a tomato break. <laughs> did he come back halfway through the meal? Like, you guys stop and smell the tomatoes? <laughs> he did. Good. It was so enjoyable. Oh, that's awesome. What's the. Uh, uh, every time he came back, he came like back differently. Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes he led with the shoulder, like sideways. <laughs> sometimes he like moonwalked into the scene. I'm picturing, picturing him with a curly mustache. Is that correct? Spin move. No, he did have a mustache. Oh, okay. But it was not curly. Just standard? Just standard. 2021 uh, model? Very, um, you know, like a uh, scruffy, but the mustache was a little bit more pronounced. Okay. Uh, but excellent service. Yeah. Excellent experience. Um, saw a uh, someone that you would uh, find interesting. And okay. I think a lot of our listeners, too. I saw Gordon Beckham Ooh. having dinner. Former White Sox first round draft pick. Yes. Uh, you've done some work with him over the years in a few different capacities for the team. Well, you as well, right? When we used to do the podcast, was was Gordon still there? Uh, he, I was not on an episode with him. I've not met him per okay. se. So when I was there, we did the Wild Pitches event mm-hmm. and uh, got to work with him um, and then did a couple other things. He is just like the nicest dude. Great guy. And, um, you know, I, you know, you say like, oh, I met these guys, I met these guys, like he, we kind of like connected. You knew each other, right? Like, yeah. A little yeah. bit. You felt like, you know, yeah, that was like, we really talked. Wow. Good dude. Solid dude. So, um, fast forward, he, uh, left Chicago mm-hmm. and he was playing in Detroit. Correct. I'm in, um, Detroit doing the, uh, you know, opening for Sebastian mm-hmm. at the Fox theater. It's like, dude, it's like our Chicago theater, beautiful venue. Okay. And go out there. Great show. And this is so Wando, dude. I get a text from Gordon Beckham. Like, dude, we're out here. Great set. Oh, that's awesome, Let's man. Let's hook up after. Like, get a drink. Yeah, uh, what a feeling. we couldn't do, but we stayed in touch. Sure. So anyway, I got up to say hello. Mm-hmm. and um, At the restaurant. At the restaurant. He was with, like, a bunch of guys, right? It like, seemed like it was guys night. Or, he's doing uh-huh. pre and post for yeah. For the White Sox games. Mm -hmm. And he's really good at it. Absolutely. Very funny on Twitter. Um, He's got a very interesting backstory. So he married. Do you know who he's married to? Uh, Someone's niece. He's married to Scott Fletcher's daughter. Daughter. And Scott Fletcher played for the White Sox, the Texas Rangers, longtime major leaguer. Just to put it in perspective, Scott Fletcher Mm -hmm. was the shortstop for the White Sox when I was growing up. And then she married the shortstop for the White Sox. Man. She married Gordon Beckham. I met her as well when we were, we were doing the wild pitches stuff. It was through the wives were sure. really driving that event and she was super sweet. Anyway, really nice people. So I get up to say hi and dude, he's eating like yeah. literally food in front of him. I'm like, I'm not. So left, sent him a text and uh, he, he hit me back. It was just hilarious. He's just a funny dude. Yeah. What but, was uh, the, I mean, what was the move? You got up, you went to the table and like, did you see that he and his friends were talking and just kind of, Skate around the other way, like you were going to a bathroom. Did you just turn around and walk away? Like, what was the move? It's kind of like when I stood up, I saw that he was eating, and I just didn't even like start to walk there. Okay, you know, you know, what I did. I started walking there, and then I, I saw he was eating, and then I saw my waiter, <laughs> and I started dancing with him. I just flowed through the restaurant. You're like, try the tomatoes Take and a brought break. a bananas Foster. 
set it on fire, set it ablaze to create a diversion. I lit some dessert on fire to create a diversion. And then I, I stopped, dropped and rolled. That's great. Uh, yeah. So I love that family of restaurants. I do think there's something interesting about the fact that they split up RPM steak versus RPM Italian versus RPM seafood. Cause it's like, what if you want to go to dinner with people who like different types of food? You have to like, just get, you know, your own, right. resta- your own reservations at a different restaurant and be like, all right, I'm going to have the steak. All right, I'm going to go across the street and have the bolognese. Some people call it River North. I call it the RPM food court. It's <laughs> it really basically is, what, is it not? That's what the River North area is. It's really a lettuce entertain you food court. It's great. Dude, lettuce entertain you. I mean, come on. They are our favorite, our mm-hmm. favorite people. They have our favorite restaurants. We always talk about them. Absolutely. They're celebrating 50 years. Talked about my parents celebrating 50 years of marriage. There's another 50 year anniversary <laughs> going on here in Chicago. <laughs> And that's the Melman Restaurant Group. Just as important. Let us Same entertain you. If you're not from Chicago, just Google Let Us Entertain You. It's like one of Chicago's, uh, like, what, what would Chicago be without lettuce? Like, it really is a big part of the city. Because we have, like, famous chefs all over the place, right? And, right? and that's a big part of Chicago. But they all have, like, a restaurant here and there. Lettuce owns all of them. Right. They own the rest of the restaurants in the Chicagoland area. And I mean, they, to the point where they've gotten national as well. They've brought talent here. Yeah. They've developed a lot of the talent. They sure a have. A lot of the chefs that end up being, you know, were lettuce people. It's really, it's fascinating. They owned Maggiano's originally. Is that correct? Didn't they sell off Maggiano's? They did. They owned to, Maggiano's. Uh, to Chili's. Uh, I always love the hierarchies too. Rich Melman is credited with inventing the food basket, like that experience going to Chili's and like the food coming in the basket, like no. the liner, really like having that, you know, the, you know, like the branded liner, the wax liner, all that. Like wow. they've done so many innovative things. Like it's really uh, a great Chicago story, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I've always been fascinated by it because we always have been uh, lettuce fans. Boom. Unofficial sponsors. Oh, come on. We talk about our friends over there quite a bit. Definitely support them. And they did a lot of good things for their servers over the course of last year too. And their staffs and, and really did a lot to take care of them during a difficult year. No doubt. No doubt. How about you? You've been out and about? I have. I uh, had a good weekend myself. I uh, I did a, I have had a couple of 40th birthday parties lately, which has been an interesting experience. Because like, really? I Jim's turned going to birthday parties. Uh-huh. It's time. Are they not, they're not Let's drive-bys anymore? Real in person. <laughs> I get out of my car. I see my friends. I realize how annoying that can be. I get back in my car and go home, but you stay longer than before. That's the move. No, it's just like, it's my high school friends, right? I yeah. turned 40 last year and we're all kind of in that mode where we're all, you know, at that point of turn. So, you know, every couple it's weeks. It's a phase, right? It is. It's like I, you go through the this. wedding phase, right? Sure. When everyone's getting married and then, and then you go through the divorce phase, right? Where a lot of the first ones crumble. And then now you go to the 40th part, but like, it's different because like, 30th, you know, it, it was still fun to go. And now it's like some of these people I haven't seen in years and I'm so excited to see them, but we start acting like we're still 30. It's like, we don't, we're not that anymore. Right. Like someone brought 200 jello shots to a 40th birthday party. Oh my god! like, are there going to be 150 people here? Why would you even? <laughs> it's like, they're showing their adult like, right. the, Hey, I have it. I have it together now. There's Look more what, flavors. It was in a cooler for once instead of a plastic bag. I plan in advance now. Unbelievable. Yeah. But it's still about us getting shit faced. Right. And there's no, <laughs> like there's 120 left over at the end of the night. One yeah, of what my, do they think is going to happen? Uh, I was at a party. And then when they're, when they are having a hard time pushing them, that's when the peer, peer pressure, Unbelievable. peer pressure at our age, Jim, Unbelievable. 40, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious, right? I had it going on. Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. You know, what I'm happened? Not drinking right now. Just people, you know, they say that. It's Come it. on. That's it. What do you, and then they start making fun of my shirt. <laughs> like, I don't drink. You're not drinking? Huh? Is that why you dress like that? <laughs> I mean, it's so great. Someone threw me a jello shot and I was like, no, thanks. I, uh, I got to work tonight. And uh, one of my buddies goes, Jim doesn't drink anymore. He goes hiking. And I was like, oh, what? That's not, that has nothing to do with. <laughs> like, you can't just make oh, shit up. It's a Brimley just, right there. That's someone boiling down our podcast <laughs> to the lowest common denominator. But we, I Listen was, to J- Jim. Jim doesn't drink anymore. He he rides bikes and jeans and hikes. Clicks baseball cards. Gets hit by cars. <laughs> I was at a party yesterday and uh, the text was like three until question mark. Oh, it's like man. seven. It's seven. <laughs> three till seven. We're all home by eight o'clock now. There's no question marks left. Right. So there's like handicap spots full now. Like it's, it's not a party anymore. We're just, it's triage. We're just getting through the day, moving on to the next one. 
I love that. The question mark. Yeah. Who knows? We could go all night. We won't. We cannot. What time? It was seven o'clock. I left around seven, seven thirty. They were just good. I was at a uh, Fourth of July party last weekend, and I had to leave for a gig. Wait, when was the Fourth of July last party? weekend? That's correct. It was a it was a fortieth birthday party, but it was also the one of it my was friends. also a two hundred forty fifth birthday party <laughs> for a country that you don't love. I stick a flag in your ass. As I was leaving at seven o'clock, uh, the guy who was hosting the party was like. Uh, Hey, I don't know if anyone can drive, but if you can get to Jewel and back with a watermelon, we'll blow it up. And I was like, you know what? I'm happy to be leaving right now. I'm out of here. This is the perfect time to go. Was Gallagher at the party? Oh, no, we're just gonna we're gonna firework it. They're gonna blow it. Put an M80. I think they were in the watermelon. The you know what? You can do a lot with a watermelon. I remember um, people gutting the watermelon and just you know you pour a bottle of what rum in there. Yeah. Vodka. You just soak it, right? Whatever, right? Cut a little hole in the side of it. You soak it. I'm sure you can make a pretty mean watermelon bong if oh, you were yeah. so inclined as well. For sure, there's been that's been done, right? Seed spitting contests. Watermelon might be the most diverse summer fruit. Can you say that? I think it is. I think it's um, underrated too. It's good, solid, and good for you. Yeah. You got the the licopene? Sure do. Right? That's something we say. Is that what it's called? That's something that people have said to us and we repeat. Mm-hmm. Something we it's know nothing word. about. No, but it's a funny word. You're never going to forget it. I know it's in ketchup and uh, watermelon. But watermelon is really hydrating significantly. Very much so. It's good for you. And it's cheap. Now you can get sick if you have too much of it, can't you? I believe so. Too much of anything <laughs> will make you sick, Jim. You are old. One of my friends uh, uh, for the 40th birthday thought it would be a fun idea. It was a great idea. One of my friends went to Galena and grabbed some old candy that we used to uh, have as kids. So part of the festivities last night involved us eating Pop Rocks. Oh, wow. And drinking soda to see, like, that's how old we are. It was like a it was like a Mormon 15th birthday. Like, yeah, we're just going to do Pop Rocks and soda this year. That's what we're going to do. That's how we have fun I still now. haven't figured it out. It didn't work, unfortunately. We tried, though. I just left at the sugar high. I'm like, this is, I should have been drinking. I left after someone dared me to go up someone's shirt. <laughs> Did you guys get in a, any spin the bottle or any? <laughs> no? I appreciate you asking. I left before things got too crazy. Before all the before round two of the jello shots? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> get pulled over. What is it? Why do you have a Kool-Aid mustache? <laughs> you ever see that people get that? They'll get like a Kool-Aid mustache from the Jello shots. When you, if you're, uh, you know, how you, depending on how them. you take them. Yeah. That's a better move. I just got to watch my friends tongue these little clear plastic things for hours on end. And I'm like, this isn't appealing at 40 years old watching you licking the crevices out of a tiny little jello shot glass are they in the paper the white paper no so these were in like the clear plastic ones because they're oh, grown, okay. you know the little the little oh, so like condiment trays right so they're larger and they're all labeled with a letter for like what type of liquor it is right so there was like t for tequila f for fireball they had malort jello shots that seems to t could be for tito's too some people right yeah. you're drunk you don't know what the hell's you going on absolutely is there a key was there like a a sign like that <laughs> The key Set. was the person who made them telling you. <laughs> but the thing is, as they got drunker, it was just like, F is for, those are Flanagan's. Flanagan has to drink the, and it's like, no, that's Fireball. That's come, that have nothing to do with who they're for. Did they have Fireball? Yeah, they had Fireball. They had Malort. They had vodka. Oh, they Malort. Had, I know, it's a terrible idea, isn't it? This was a great party. It was a good time. So what, what do you get someone turning 40? Do you show up with a gift? Do you bring... Um, what do you do? Give him one of your albums. <laughs> These are people I went to high school. That would be with, so. Wando. Give him a <laughs> give him a, a subscription to yeah, our you podcast. Were, you were at this when I recorded it. Thanks for buying a ticket. Here's a copy. We got to get T-shirts, dude. I was thinking about a T-shirt that says, "All right, here's the idea." Should I say it on the on out loud? You sure can. So we can make it happen. I have a shirt that says, "I have a podcast," because everyone has a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Have a shirt that says, "I have a podcast," and then just have our logo on the back. I love it. You know, that's everyone's podcast. Ours. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because we're all over the place. You ever <laughs> notice how much people say all over, all over the, place? the place? Absolutely. Really. And I, you know, and I have the, uh, the album I first met, you know, my sounds first, good. Sounds good. People always say, sounds good. I say it to you all of the time. That's why I, I pick these things, but no one <laughs> puts it together. <laughs> I've like, I, you're giving me subliminal pops here. Mm-hmm. 
I say it constantly without even thinking about the correlation. Right. Speaking of being all over the place, we got a couple of updates. Um, something we talked about recently, Pat, I just learned this. Uh, Wedding Crashers. You told me this. There's going to be a sequel to <laughs> Wedding Crashers. <laughs> hey, I Pat, wanna... listen to this. You told me this. <laughs> <laughs> you just taught me how to do transitions right before we started the episode, and I still can't Hang on one second. You got to gather yourself. You're listening to All Over the Place with Pat McGann and Jim Flanagan. There you go. Hey, speaking of all over the place, Pat, you told me this. There's a Wedding Crashers sequel coming out in 2022. There is? There is. When? In 2022 to HBO Max. We talked about this and the fact that you probably can't we talked about this. how it probably doesn't hold up. It's the worst. And they're like, let's make a sequel. Like, you think you... I thought I had a grasp of what people were thinking. Yeah. But here we go. Is it... Um, the same, do we know what it's about? Same big four. We know that. And the whole point was like now that these, you know, Owen Wilson, uh, Vince Vaughn, uh, Isla Fisher, and then uh, Rachel McAdams. And I guess the whole point is like now they're a little bit older, right? They're divorced and they're going back out and dating again. And I, I, I would imagine a lot of it's going to be like them saying the type of shit they said in the first one and being like, hey, you can't say that anymore. Oh, yeah. Right, you know what I mean? Right. I think it's going to be that type of uh, like them growing and learning, which is always For fun. sure. In a sequel. That's what you want to watch, yeah, right? Yeah, it's going to be mm. Wedding Learners. <laughs> wedding Crashers 2. We're sorry. <laughs> they, just, they just go back to weddings to apologize and give them gifts. <laughs> hey, we came through a couple of years back and smashed a couple of bridesmaids. Anyways, here's a toaster. We're sorry. <laughs> wedding Crashers 2. We were we were just hit kids. We were, we were young. <laughs> we were doing We didn't know. They got canceled and now they're going back trying to amend. Wedding Crashers 2. We have daughters now. <laughs> now that I have a daughter. Wedding Crashers 2. Now that I have a daughter. <laughs> so sorry about those things I said. Dude, I'll tell you, I could see it being like their kid, their daughter getting married and ah. someone tries to crash their wedding. Zach Efron tries to crash their <laughs> wedding. Oh, no. Zach Efron and, uh, you know, Miley Cyrus. There you go. And all the. The, yeah. the new Brat Pack movies. A couple of those guys you listen to. Get a Harry Styles out Selena there. Selena Gomez is there. Some watermelon sugar. Yeah. Little Nas shows up <laughs> and a, crashes it with a horse. Trying to take him down to the Old Town Road. That'd be a good little... You should write this. Let's call HBO Max. Get you on the case. That's what it's going to be for. So it's not like a studio release. It's not like a... Uh, is that where we're headed, right? As our resident movie guy, a lot of what these <laughs> movies are doing now is uh, they're doing like an HBO Max release and a theatrical release at the same time. Oh, okay. So it'll be like in theaters for a few weeks if you want to leave your house, and then uh, you can watch it on TV right away too. That literally is a theatrical release. Like it's on HBO, but they're also doing this <laughs> big theatrical release. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what it means, that's right? exactly like, what that means. <laughs> You could just real get dramatic it. about it. You just click on your phone, <laughs> but they're watch. also throwing all this money. Oh, we gotta go somewhere have, and watch it. They're having Jello shots. <laughs> I can't it's wait. gonna be a big to do. They're writing the letters on the shots. We can't watch this eating our own popcorn. <laughs> we gotta spend more money. There's nothing like going to the theater, right? And uh, sticking to a seat and having your feet <laughs> stuck to the ground and wondering if someone jizzed where you, where you are. What type of movies are you watching? I'm kidding. You're like Paul Rubens was here watching a movie a few weeks back. Sometimes I feel like uh, we, we go slightly off brand and people like it. <laughs> they really do. Our last episode, which by the way, we learned from the, the, the episode, what was it? A couple ago? Two Even episodes our, ago. Our last one, we got a couple of nice reviews and yeah. I heard, I heard from some people. Uh, Fritz sent me a nice note. Oh, nice. Fritz sent me a note about uh, the Joey Chestnut conversation. Yeah, that so was... he was uh, enjoying that one. A lot of people. We got a lot of comments on that. Yeah, always great to hear from the Brims. Were we going to get into something before that, though? I know you wanted to egg me on with the um, my latest drama. Yeah, I want to talk about a couple of quick things first. Um, you've had a bit of a situation with a uh, basketball hoop. Is that correct? Bit of a switch? This bit of a sitch? I'm sorry. A bit of a sitch? This a bitch of a sitch. A bitch of a sitch. Is that a thing? That sure is now. <laughs> uh, so, so okay, over the course of the last, I don't know, seven years, you've been trying to get a basketball hoop in this home. Is that correct? It's been long. It's been a long time, dude. I am so crushed by it. I, I actually feel like there are forces working against me. 
like your ability to get a basketball hoop in the home or in the my in the, ability to get the hoop that I want, mm-hmm. dude. The drama begins in April when I made this purchase. Yeah, that I had researched, and we'll get back to that. I don't know if I researched it thoroughly. I <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. But I love that there's inside here. Pretty Put a thorough. pin in that. We're going to come back pretty to it. Pretty thorough. <laughs> Can't push all the blame away, as I would probably have done in the past before I matured. Look at you being self-aware. You know, at 40, when you're doing jello shots, you don't really self-reflect. And it has nothing to do with turning 40. It has something to do with going through the, the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. We're all different now. You better be. You let's, came out of this the same. That's weird. Let's take a beat. Yeah. Let's take a beat here. Let's, uh, let's Is enjoy this basketball hoop. Let's let's let the Brimleys can decide. I'll lay out all the facts. Yeah, let's let's find out. So, we look for the hoops. Okay, I research the hoops. I find a guy, and I'm telling you, this is not over. I um called this guy, and he came out to give me a quote. Okay. Actually, he wasn't even. I was not here the first time he came. Sarah was here. Sarah met him, and dude, I gotta tell you, he was a real piece. He was, his truck was like brutal, like should have known, but it did say like basketball service. On it. Like, dude, I can't brutal even how? tell you. He came over and Sarah was trying to describe, she's like, he thinks we should put it in the back. I'm like, what? I just had it paved out there. Yeah. Like guy comes over. I'm getting mad because now I know where this is headed. <laughs> Bottom line, he comes out, gives me a quote and I gave him a deposit. That's a great move right there. To ensure service. Jim, it was against my gut feeling, but I thought even if this goes south, this guy needs $400. Just to fix his truck. To get to wherever he is going in life, to avoid wherever he doesn't want to go in life, right? Sure, sure. To put it. You're helping him out. I was just like, I'll give you the deposit. I looked him in the eye. Yeah. And I said, I'm giving you this. Dude, Jim, I never saw him again. <laughs> never did, saw him did again. you call him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I called him. <laughs> he did pick up. Uh, he responded to some texts. Then it got, um, it kind of fell off track a little bit. Okay. What was he saying when he responded to this call and texts? Well, he just never was delivering on what he was going to do. Okay. So... It was just like, this is, is this happening? Yeah. It just starts unraveling. So it, 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 it just disintegrated completely. Did, do you leave him a negative review? Jim, he had given me a flyer and I could bring it down here. It is <laughs> legit true value hardware associated with this true value hardware up on Milwaukee. Okay. Like 5,600 North Milwaukee. Okay. I called there and, um, they said that he's, he's a problem. <laughs> they, don't, with them. They, they are no longer i think he gave me an old flyer oh, that's great i don't think the flyer was uh recently printed hey, which one of your i can understand i can appreciate i can appreciate that this is an old flyer but who's getting flyers printed anymore sure it didn't look aged hey i didn't carbon date it right. it looked new but now that i know what i know yeah the You're- phone number doesn't have an area code on it jim <laughs> There's no area code on the. <laughs> Look, you went to Dayton in the '90s. If anyone appreciates an old flyer, it's Pat McGann. This is so counter to every instinct I have, uh-huh. every street smart I have. I I buckled to niceness, to humanity in a moment, and I gave him that money, thinking that there was a slight chance I might not ever. I I did think Jim that he might not come back. Sure. But I, I wanted to believe. Hoop dreams, baby. That's what you were in on. You were you were wanted to believe in this man. You wanted <laughs> to believe did. in basketball. Okay. You were I mean, Jesus how much, Shuttleworth. You were hoop dreaming. How much time have we spent on this guy, Kevin Johnson? That's That was the alias <laughs> wow, he gave me. Kevin really? Johnson. The mayor of Phoenix. If anyone knows this guy that fucked me, he's going to be very hard to track down because <laughs> his name... <laughs> <laughs> Pat can give you the phone number, sans area code, but you guys, I need all. help finding Mike Smith. <laughs> if we get all the Brimleys, I need to find Mike Smith. The basketball Mike Smith? 
I hated that I used the word Smith, but you have to use yeah. Smith there. What else would you use? It's what's, a, what's another? Johnson. But that's Smith what he used. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, he did. All right. Fair point. Then he did a pretty good job, is all I'm saying. That's what KJ used. <laughs> Which might be a clue. Because he's not that smart. No. And he, he might... picked a professional bat. He's like, me? Oh, I'm oh. Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> Dan Marley. <laughs> Hi, I'm Charles Barkley. Associated with True Value Hardware in 5600 North Milwaukee. Ah, oh, I feel for you though, because I've had things like this happen. Can you make the checkout to Dominique Wilkins? <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. And you, and you definitely are coming back, right? Thank you, Mr. Wilkins. <laughs> he just speeds off. <laughs> like part of his truck falls off as he's driving away. So this is the aside. This isn't even the part that you're mad about. That's the that's my favorite part of the story. Yeah, I'm trying to guess on this guy because he was not skinny. Okay. Or fidgety. Um, like what it was? I think gambling. Yeah? Could he be. He owed people money. Maybe baseball cards. I think Kevin Johnson was in trouble. <laughs> I think someone wanted to kill Kevin Johnson. Could be. That's why no one can find him. He's on the run. <laughs> KJ's on the lamb. <laughs> You know the real Kevin Johnson ended up becoming mayor of Sacramento? Is it Sacramento? That's where it is. Okay. I knew he was the legit mayor of a city he played for. I guessed Phoenix. But yeah, that's a strange, that's a great path though, isn't it? Does that throw you off the sense of me being a Mark and a Con? (laughs) Or do we have to keep keep talking about how I was a Mark? I go, in front of my house? (laughs) In front of my house. So here's the lead. The lead is that... I've been busy. Things are just starting to open up. I'll, I'm going to that hardware store. Okay. And I'm getting that $400 back. Wow. Yeah, man. Very sad about that. And that's the side story. That's, that's what I was saying. Like, how much time we spent on this? This isn't even the story. <laughs> this, isn't it. this isn't even the purchase. I'm so happy. This was the pre-purchase. Oh, my God. This was the appetizer and the screwing. Uh-huh. Now, let me trace this back to... Growing up, when I was growing up, we had a basketball hoop in my house, and then uh, we got aluminum siding put on. Oh, man. That's and a bad took, combo. They took the hoop down. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking, we're gonna, are we putting the hoop back up? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been crying since that day. <laughs> this is, so this is going a, a lot okay. more than April. This but, is going back yeah. to the- This goes back to 1985. <laughs> Great year. 1985. Wow. Okay. You were a nine-year-old John Stockton at that point in time. Boy George was controversial. He sure was. Prince, you couldn't listen to that guy. No. There's no way he'll be revered when he passes. Sexy as a... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's the best use of the board yet. Yeah, I'm using the board tonight. I love it. So anyway, where are we at here? So I've always wanted a hoop. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, being home, let's get a hoop. Got the paving done. Like, was very excited about it. Sure. And was taking the lead on this project. Okay. Until Kevin Johnson <laughs> took me off the track. All right. So I go to Dick's. Dick's. All right. I can no longer trust the man on the street. Sure. And Dick's Sporting Goods, right? This is this is a, a reputable establishment. I'm assuming Dick's, they're nationwide. Dick's Sporting Goods. You can just go to like Dick Vitale's house and try and get another yeah. former athlete to do it. Okay. So I go there. And uh, get the hoop. Now this is April. Okay. And there, the goal, the goal was to have it in the ground. Last day of school. Like, let's go. Let's enjoy the summer. Yeah. And they were delayed. The first step of this, Jim, is you have to get a permit or a okay from the city. Yeah, you have to like to dig, right? To dig, to excavate. Mm-hmm. I like to use that it's word. Called Julie. Is that the? That's what I I was telling Sarah. I'm in charge of this excavation project. <laughs> I'll lead this. Now, meanwhile, I have no business leading a project no. like this, Mm-mm. but no, I was right. following the steps, made the purchase, filled out the city inspection. They came by, dude, this gets bad. <laughs> this story gets bad. I'm so excited. <laughs> he puts in, you know, the yellow flags, spray paints it. And the flags all say hand dig, hand dig. Okay. Cause there is a gas line there. Mm-hmm. Three feet below. Oh my God, this is bad. So they never show up, never show up. Now I have this cottage rented. So we're in Michigan. Right. So you guys are on vacation. 
Right. And this is in late June. Late June. Sarah's mom sits here for a day. They don't come. And it's all COVID, can't get anybody out, bad service, kicking it down, kicking down. Yeah. And this is not Dick's. The people at Dick's have been great. Yeah. I do want to say that. The people at Dick's have been awesome, been over backwards, but they farm out. They sort, they're like, hey, talk this. to our friend Kevin Johnson. Right. <laughs> Dude, there are a lot of Kevin Johnsons in the Sir world. Pal Scott Skiles. A lot out there. Mm-hmm. They um, f- are now calling me. Okay. And I'm in Michigan. And the guy's like, I think I can get to your house. Okay. Thinks he can get to my house. I said, I can't have anyone there, dude. This is day three. I can't have people. Right. You know, third time that he didn't show up. Right. I said, if you get there, FaceTime me. I spray painted where to dig. Like it's a, it's straightforward. Yeah. He's like, yeah, got it. No problem. Never hear from him. <laughs> Never hear from him. Okay. Now Chicago's getting storms for like two days. It goes into the weekend. Yeah. We're coming home. I just think nothing. Dude, pull up to the house. There it is. Cement anchored four posts. Four posts, like pins. You are ready to play. And the hoop on the side of the house. So I walk by the box. It's not the right hoop. (laughs) It's not close to the right hoop. What? It's not. It's not. Wow. So it even says a family name on there. That's not my name. Right? <laughs> so I called Dix and I'm like, is this the Kinsella? I this box I think was supposed to go to Kinsella. She goes, How'd you know that name? I go, it says it on the box. She goes, damn it, that's where it is. Okay. So she's she, aware of this. The the woman at Dix is like, dude, you are the sixth person. She's like, this is one of the biggest nightmares. And dude, of course, I'm there. Yeah. I am in this. Midst of the night. How did I get in this? Oh. The worst thing that she's ever seen. Unbelievable. All right. I feel like this is too much. All right. So I'll talk a little faster, right? Okay. The hoop is not the right hoop. I call there. She's like, oh, you know, they're a nightmare, blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on. They, I'm, I become a special case for them. I'm talking to the guy who's running select express. Wow. I'm talking to the manager at Dick's like, sure. They are in on this. Okay. Right? So they come to dig out the post. That's step one. They can't even use the base the, for what I got. They can't use the cement base that he put in my front yard. Wow. For the hoop that I bought. Can't use it. So what's the plan? So they have to remove it. Okay. That's easy to do. Just- and then boom, put it back in there. All right. So, Fast forward to they show up here. Now, I know it says hand dig, right? Mm-hmm. But he's got a jackhammer <laughs> to break up the cement, right? Oh my so God. I'm like, okay, Ooh. I guess he can. You got to do a little. He's got to break the cement, yeah, right? You got to do a little he's not, jackhammer. That, that's already dug. Right. So he's, <laughs> you know, and then uh, knocks on the door. He's like, dude, I, I have to dig down um, two more feet. Cause he only went two feet. He's like, I'm not sure why he didn't dig down another foot. He's supposed to dig three feet, but I had to dig down further. He's like, so I got to call my guy. And I said, well, you can't, you, you have to hand dig. Yeah. He says, why? I can't hand dig two feet. I got to I go, there's a gas line there right here. Like not right there. Yeah. But close enough. close enough. He goes, there's a gas line and I'm jackhammering. He's like, that's not good. <laughs> He's God. like, could have blown up your house. Oh my God. <laughs> like, oh my God. Dude. I mean, I don't think he really thought that. No. It was to break up the cement that was above. Yeah. But he's like, we That's, can't. Oh, he's like, I'm not, not using this and you can't do it here. And you have to be 18 inches from the gas line. So I can't even put the hoop there. <laughs> Which is the pin from not thoroughly <laughs> investigating it in the first place. In the first place, but when the guy came mm-hmm. and sunk the cement and dug the hole, and the city okayed it yeah. and just said hand dig, I thought I was good. Golden baby, I didn't get a red light. No, I got a green light with yeah. the stipulation. Because you, you, yeah. but maybe they didn't know how far down I was going. 
They also didn't know that 19 different crews would be involved because no one could do their job right. You know what I mean? Like if, if they were starting this project, they would know what they could and couldn't do ahead of time, right? But this first guy is bringing the consigliere's hoop to your house and he's like, yeah, we can make this one work. And then that family is out. They, Kevin Johnson's like, I'm not fucking with this. I'm the mayor of Sacramento. I got to go back to work. <laughs> that family got my hoop. Come on. They have the hoop. Is it installed? It's a better hoop. It's... <laughs> It's like twice as good. It's installed at their house. It's installed at their house. Do you ever go over there? The Kinsellas. <laughs> Can you just go over there and, and play? And that's not a made up name. That is their name. They have my hoop and Kevin Johnson has my money. And I'm in my fucking basement. <laughs> I've never been happier. Ah, after all the dumb shit I've gotten made fun of for on this podcast, I've never almost blown up a family's house. That's a, I am excited to be on the right side of things for one episode. Dude, these guys were like, this should never have happened. This is unbelievable. He's like, we have so many check marks here that this, we should never got to <laughs> this point. Right, that there's so many spots before this. So today, this afternoon, and this is maybe why I'm talking about it. Mm -hmm. I went to Dick's. And they gave me all my money back. And then some. They gave me like a, a gift, almost. Great. For this experience. I mean, you're still, you've been out so much time, right? <sighs> you split that Dick's gift card with other with all the people who came over to your house <laughs> to wait. You got like buy random people a basketball that they can't use unless they go to the Kinsella's house. We still don't have a hoop. It's the middle of July. So what's going to happen? I, I, so I now it's like... I haven't given up. Do you do so that? I said to Sarah today, there is one that has a three foot overhang that would, by the way, no one puts hoops in their front yard. <laughs> that's the, in ground hoops. This we've never and you know about. why? Gas lines. <laughs> that's, I guess, why. Now, I've seen a few out there. A few people in my neighborhood do have them now. And we could still pull it off. Sarah wants nothing to do with the project <laughs> anymore. Nothing. I mean, Jim, there was a big hole and um, I had a buddy here. I was doing something for like social media. <laughs> I was, I had a buddy here. Was, did you see that baseball video I posted? Like the baseball yeah. recap. Oh, it's so good. I was like, we were cutting that, just putting that together mm -hmm. in the basement while they're digging this hole in front of me. <laughs> and so I'm texting Sarah. I'm like, sit, babe, this is not good. What do you mean? No hoop. What do you mean? <laughs> Gas line. Oh, man. What? Dude, and this is why, like, the guy was like, this is why I put so much rebar in. I almost think that this guy was like, McGann can't handle this hoop. <laughs> he can handle the Kinsella's hoop. It's the Kinsella's hoop. And in, in retrospect, should I have just put that hoop up? Maybe. And just <laughs> settled for the... The difference. I wasn't going to have the Cadillac. I was going to have... You know, a little bit lower down. Yeah, a nice little Toyota, right? A good, reliable hoop, but not what you were looking for to satiate a 1985 Pat McGann's <laughs> needs. And now I, I, I just, I don't know. And there's more to this also, right? Like you you extended out the driveway. You, you added cement to build a larger cord out front for this as well. Yeah. I mean, like, there, th like this is- Yeah, Jim. <laughs> Wait, there's more to this. Wait, wait, you're a bigger idiot, I'm so right? Sorry. You are leaving stuff. Up. Pat, no, but it's wait. not even. It's not. You're even not you're telling them how dumb you are. It's not that you're dumb. It's just that like you put a lot of thought and you, effort into this to do to to give a great gift, and every step along the way, you. I, I think I did things out of order. <laughs> in retrospect, I think like what I ultimately found discovered was this gas line, mm -hmm. and. Um, if I had found that earlier, <laughs> then uh, maybe wouldn't even have extended the driveway. That's so good. Oh, this is so fun. Oh, I'm happy to, well, I, I want to know how this ends. And I think all the Brimleys are going to as well. So what are the next steps from here? Well, now that I'm doing projects, I think I can move the gas line, right? Now that I'm <laughs> kind of handy. <laughs> yeah, now that you've been, now that we watch YouTube tutorials, I mean, there's got to be a way to... Little quick vid, ten minutes or less, and how to move a gas line. She handed me. She's like, "Here's some gift cards for your trouble." And I said, "Thank you." Do you sell shovels? <laughs> I have to get to work. I have a new, a new goal. Yeah, man. Sad days here. So I said to Sarah today, "I'm like, babe, there is a a, a pro hoops. It's a three foot overhang. Picture this. 
picture a pole in your front yard <laughs> and then three feet of grass <laughs> <laughs> and then the basketball hoop. I mean, if you're going to be ridiculous, be ridiculous. No, the new goal is just going to have to be a portable hoop. Oh, yeah. it's not what I wanted at all. I could really actually drill into the cement. You don't have to do I that. I could do that. Could you? Is that legit? I couldn't, but I could get someone. You know a guy with a jackhammer now? Omar. Yeah. He can Omar come was done. so nice. And um, so he held me a little bit. <laughs> Omar was pissed when he got here, to, to be honest with you, because he he didn't understand what happened. He was cleaning this guy's mess up yeah. around the city, around Chicagoland area. He's like, this guy was up here two weeks ago and he screwed everything up. That's unbelievable. So, so he's, he knew what was, he was like, this is another one of this guy's. So he was pissed. But then when he realized how screwed I was and have been and what's been going on, you could almost feel all of Omar's stress and anger transfer to me. And then he was started to be very uh, hey, empathetic buddy. and just, I got your yeah. back. We're going to get through this together. He's like, I'm so sorry this happened to you. I'm so sorry. But I am going to leave this super can full of cement on your grass. <laughs> Which I was, you know, bye. Thanks, guys. And then turn around and and <laughs> you, were try, you were trying to pull, a, pull something that you can normally pull. And, and this, <laughs> you, can't, like, they, like, you can't lift it. Yeah, that's what happened. Now you got to call Kevin Johnson, see if he can help you move so some that, cement. I was doing shuttle runs of blocks of uh, cement to my alley. Just back and forth. Yeah. Oh, man, I am bummed about this. I uh, I hope we get a resolution quickly. That's a fantastic story, though. I'm really happy you told it. I, I'm going to get that hoop, though, and I'm going to get that $400 back. I know you are. And not even wait. for me. I'm going to split it amongst my family. I'm going to prove my point and come back and give them each $100 and say, do you remember the name Kevin Jansen? They're going to be like the former Phoenix Sun who's the mayor of Sacramento. He could be dead by now, this guy. <laughs> the other Kevin Jansen? I don't know, man. I, I hope am, he's okay. All right. I hope he's okay, too. All right. We, what else we got? We got to move into something. Talking about basketball, here's just like a, a brief... Nigeria beat America yesterday. Unbelievable. I mean, we are always all over the place. International sports was a big, big thing week. this weekend. Big right? week, right? Nigeria beating the U.S. We beat them by 70 points combined, the last two victories. Something crazy like that. What do you... And you just turn around and lose to them. They're all low-level NBA players beating, like, max contract NBA superstars. What does that say about everything? Exactly. It's just... It's brutal, and it's um, the only worse basketball story than mine from from the weekend. <laughs> I think I kind of thank them. Worse. I kind of thank them. Like, I, you think I'm bad? You lost to Nigeria. <laughs> they Popovich just got is the basketball. coach. You know, Coach K is no longer doing USA basketball, right? So that was my first thought because I love Coach K, and was like, oh, here we go. I also think though that like the NBA didn't really get much of a break. You know, right. from the pen, like they went into the bubble and then they had a long season and a lot of those guys seasons just ended. So they've been, they've been playing like the entire time this pandemic has been happening. You know what I mean? Like they're done. Jim, so they, they lost to Nigeria. Yeah, but those guys, the Nigerian guys were on the bench of NBA teams. So they're ready to go. Right. They, they got fresh legs. Kevin Durant's out there hobbling after. Do they have any NBA players? Yeah. Most, most of their team is like low level NBA players. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Well, that's interesting. Great story. I'm sure they'll make a movie out of it. For sure. It won't be called Hoosiers. It will not be. It will not be. But it will be uh, the same story, basically. Absolutely. Except this victory is just an exhibition. Yeah. It didn't mean anything. No, that's the other thing. I mean, this is going to, uh, they're going to beat them in a tournament, right? It reminds me of the exhibition Apollo Creed had with Drago. <laughs> it sure does. And that never led to anything. This is supposed to be an exhibition. <laughs> anyway. That was uh, one of the international sports stories. Then we had uh, Wimbledon going on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you tell me what that's called again? You know how piss people off is just call it that. Hey, did you see one Wimbledon? <laughs> you guys, uh, I'm mad at you. How was the weekend? I was watching some Wimbledon, you know? It's well, terrible. <laughs> Wimbledon. Oh, the men's Wimbledon or the women's Wimbledon? <laughs> Why is the guys got wearing a tie? It's a Wimbledon. The line judge has a tie on. And Wimbledon. 
You see him? Hey, they had a line. They had Wimbledon at the hotel. I like to call it uh, Wimbledon. <laughs> I know you do. Um, it was one. Do you know who won the men's? Uh, Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic. He is um, definitely on something. The, the amount of tournaments he's won. Dude, that's the weird thing. Him and his two biggest rivals. He and his two biggest rivals have each won 20 majors now. Like, how does that even... So, hey, Nadal, and Federer... Yes. ...have all won 21 majors. 20 majors. 20 majors. And that is the record. All three of them share the record. Like, that seems like we're we're colluding, right? Yeah. Like, we're all going to share this record together... What's going on behind the scenes at these Gillette commercials? I'm just saying, Wimbledon. What kind of doping is going on after they talk about the Mach 3? <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. It, it, it seems like the longevity of athletes, I guess, is um, naturally going to improve. Of course. Right? Because of, of uh, the world. Yeah, and evolving, science gets better. Science getting better. But I go back to the smell test, the eye test. Some of this stuff doesn't. 2020, 2020. Doesn't yeah. calibrate. And there's been some rumors about a couple of those guys with some different uh, performance enhancers, right? Right. Didn't, and there was some cheating scandals too and everything. You know, it's just, you know, it goes back to the straight dope. This is where you get it. We, <laughs> we can't say otherwise, but we, we smell some, we smell something here. We don't know what's going to happen uh, behind the scenes at Wimbledon, but when you <laughs> hear us talk about it here, you get the straight dope. <laughs> and then the woman winner was an Australian. Yes. I was rooting for her. And I have some family in Australia. Ah, that you do. I have affectionate for the island. Absolutely. Certainly do. Love it. Um, and I don't mean to call it an island. It's a continent, Jim. That sure is. Right? And a nation. All right, I'm sorry. Not I a lot of people can say that. That's true. Not a lot of people can say that at all. <laughs> no people can say it accurately, as a matter of fact. And not a lot of people can say they won Wimbledon. That's true. But she can. That's and you know what her name is? What is it? Ashley Barty. Ashley Barty. Congratulations. And what was the big story here? She was the, the second Australian woman? I believe so. To ever win Wimbledon? To ever win it. And she is a um, headline dream. Barty? Yeah. I mean, come on. Have fun with that. Barty party? Yeah, so we had- Coming out Barty? <laughs> Can we just write headlines for her? Barty on Wayne? Barty on Garth? <laughs> Can you imagine pitching like, way to go, Ashley? Or how about uh how about we go Ashley wins it all? Or it's a, it's an Ashley party. Put another trophy <laughs> on the mantle. It's a huge party for Ashley. <laughs> huge party for Ashley is the best headline I've ever. Heard. Huge party for Ashley. All the people like that aren't the major editors are like, "Well, what about what about No, I, Ashley. It's a beautiful name. She spells it L E I G H. I have a cousin who spells it L E I G H. Love it. That's Do a, you? Uh, yeah, sure. I get about five letters through writing her a card and then just kind of start scribbling the rest like it's my own signature. <laughs> I'm like, dear Ashley. <laughs> Do you watch the um the the names on the leaderboards now? It's it's all like, you know, across the board too. Yeah. Every generation, every race, color, creed. Yeah. Do you which say is creed great. still? I think you can. Apollo. <laughs> every race, every Apollo Creed. But it's like, you know, Raphael, Nicholas, like all these, it's over for Jims and Pats. It sure is. You don't see a lot of Jim and Pats on the, uh, but it's not over here. It's, not, we're, it's all over the place. Um, Ashley Barty sounds like someone you just like went to high school with, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't that just like, well, that was, we went to that party at Ashley Barty's house that one time, right? Do you remember that? Oh, like, yeah. oh, I think I was there. That sounds like a 1980s movie. Yeah, I was at the Barty party. Like she's part of the Mean Girls. <laughs> I was at the Ashley party. <laughs> you weren't even paying attention to me. You were too busy staring at Ashley Barty. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. You took Ashley Barty to that dinner. <laughs> Why don't you dress nice like Ashley Barty? Why can't you be a nice girl? You know, they wear all white there at, at Wimbledon. At Wimbledon? At Wimbledon. Moving on from the international sports into soccer, you had yeah. the uh, the Euro Cup today. Is it Euro Cup? What do you call it? Yeah, the, the UEFA final. That's what I go with. That's what I hear. Is that what you call it? What is I it? Go, the UEFA final. What is that? UEFA? Uh, how do you spell that? I feel like it's E-U-F-A. Okay. European Union Football Association. Does that hold any water? Got it. Sounds, it. It sounds good, right? Love it, yeah. UEFA? Yeah, it's... Uh, um, but it's their it's their final. It's uh, it's the European Championships. It was uh, finale. They say in Europe. I think. Do they say finale? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> do they say final? Um, it was uh, England. The the three lions. They call them. 
That's yeah. their. What is that from? Is it like know. is that you over the crown? three players or is it the, that's the name of the team? The three lions. They don't. So that's a weird thing about a lot of these like international teams is they don't need a mascot. They may have like a separate mascot, but they're just like they're like oh we're just the you know the England football team. It's not like here where everything is like the you know the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. You know everything there like is just we're just Manchester City. The, the Manchester City. What? No, we just play football. We're yeah. we're a football team. We don't need to pretend we're Rams or goats. But this is Ang- England's national team. Yes, and the nickname refer- is the nickname is this for this particular team or for years running. For years running, they call themselves the Three Lions. Correct, because I, I it's probably I'm going to guess like the seals of what like Scotland and England and Wales, like the crests. Like they oh, all come together. Great, look at that. You are. That's my guess. Shit. Absolutely. So. Um, it is a, not that, <laughs> <laughs> but that is my, I could sell that. It really is. So, um, I guess there's a song that, uh, called the three lions that, uh, they often play at the games. It's like, uh, you know, it, it's like how we have go, go white Sox and stuff. And, and, and I think the, so there's nothing to do with Simba, mm, nothing to do with Simba whatsoever. There's nothing to do with Lionel Richie. Not that I can find. <laughs> <laughs> it's Simba, Lionel Richie, and a guy who doesn't tell the truth. The three lions. It's Barry Sanders, Bert Lahr, and Rodney Pete. <laughs> Rodney Pete's a good pick. Oh, uh, yeah. So um to fact check Bert Lahr, but is that the guy's name who played uh, the lion in Wizard of Oz? No clue. That's a clue. <sighs> All right, so wait a minute. We have Italy winning this, right? They did. In penalty kicks. In penalty kicks. England scored two minutes into the game. Right, and while people are still taking a pee, just getting there. I'm, I was in the loo, they were. and I missed. I was getting a smoking a flat <laughs> in the lift, and that's the entire scoring from England until the penalties. That's the weird thing. I do enjoy uh, soccer. I do. Enjoy, I watched the Three Lion. I was rooting for them. Oh, uh, you were. I was rooting for them the whole tournament. Really, um, my stepdad's from there. Sure. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's life or death for them, right? Like, this is, we don't give a so shit. So he died today. <laughs> oh, so, then you still came over here to record? He's doing fine. <laughs> He's doing, I hope, I don't know, I haven't returned his calls, <laughs> but <laughs> I think he's okay. Uh, but it's very important to them, you yeah, know? And sure. uh, and so I was definitely rooting for the three lines today. And, uh, but in Do very- you root for just two of them? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm not a big Rodney Pete guy. So yeah, I was just rooting for two of them. But in true England fashion, they peaked early. They they the two minutes in, and they're like, "All right, we're done. We're going to coast on that forever now." And uh, and then they lost in penalties. There was a one-one tie. Uh, Italy scored around the sixty-minute mark, and then uh, and how long is the game? A ninety-minute game. Ninety minutes. But then, so shortly into the second half, Italy ties it. Yep. So you have a one-one game for a while. Yep. So and was, then was it? Were there any close moments? There were a couple. Yeah. yeah. England. Uh, I think England blocked a penalty kick at one point or, or Italy missed it. Um, but because after the 90, the one cool thing I will say that soccer does is that even though people complain about how long and boring it is, like there are no commercials. You know what I mean? There's no timeouts. Like you right. play 45 minutes for that first half and then the referee just makes up an additional amount of time to add on to there. Which is so strange. So arbitrary. Right? And we could not handle that in America. Like, how much time is left? How much? Like, only that guy knows. Yeah, and they'll just be like, four more minutes, but then shit will happen during that four more minutes. So it'll be like, all right, 20 more seconds, but we don't really, you know, know until right. it's done. He gives you a general idea, right? Yeah. How much, and then they add added time, or what do they call it? Yeah, extra like time. It's like when there's downtime. Oh, yeah, extra time. But there's no commercials. There's no right. timeouts. Like, it, it, it's not the most action-packed. It's a 1-1 game. England scored two minutes in and then just sat there, you know, drank some people, tea and crumpets. Some people roll their eyes at it. They, they just don't have any tolerance yeah. for it. I enjoy it. I do. It's fascinating. My dad is really into it. Really? He really enjoys watching soccer. And I do enjoy watching it. I don't watch it a lot. Uh-huh. Um, if I do, it's probably a World Cup game. Sure late into the tournament yeah. and I will enjoy that. But it's just like, I'm not taking on another sport. No. You know what I mean? But I, I, I like watching it. It's a great sport. I mean, these guys are, uh, and girls that play, I mean, that's your athletic and it's, you are beating it up and down that field. Right. And it's such an American thing for no one to give a shit about soccer until like the finals of a big European tournament and just to feel cultured. Right. Everyone I know is talking about it. We're all like, Oh yeah, I watch UEFA all the time. Yeah. What does it stand for? Oh, I'm not quite sure, but yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. It's exactly. very us, but it was a, it was it was a big international sports week. Huge! They had a uh, tournament in South America too. Oh, the Copa, the Copa. Americana. 
at the, the Copa, North of America. Copa America. Soccer is playing. <laughs> Argentina won. The uh, fourth lion escaped to Argentina, Lionel Messi. <laughs> ah, well done. And he started his own team, <laughs> lion number four. <laughs> Did you know that? I did not know it was that. A messy lion. It was, a me- it was the one who always had stuff in his pockets. Just didn't clean up well. <laughs> he is like as big as it gets, right? In that hemisphere, mm-hmm. isn't Lionel Messi like LeBron? Like, isn't he the international? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Messi is probably the biggest sports star in the world right now. Is he really? Because of just the the sheer scope of soccer, right? He's Being that so good. much bigger. Yeah, better than anyone. Better than. Um, Who's the uh, the handsome young man on uh, Cristiano Ronaldo? Ronaldo, yeah. He might be the next, like it might be like a Kobe LeBron type of thing where, you know, enough time between them. They still play at the same time, but slightly different generations. I thought Messi was older though. He's been around. Yeah. A minute, right? Yeah, so I'm saying, and and Kobe was probably, eh, maybe not quite as much. What, eight years before LeBron? Yeah. Yeah, but Messi, so Messi's probably a little bit further on um, than that. But yeah, there's an age difference there. But Ronaldo has been around for a while too now. Yeah. So they beat Brazil one nothing one nil as one they nil. say. That's what they that's they probably say it in Spanish, but yeah, <laughs> or Portuguese in Brazil, but sure. Um, yeah, and uh, U.S. again not qualifying. We're not doing great at international sports right now. That's crazy because I heard that they beat Mexico and were on track and like looking good. All I keep hearing is when we don't win a game that would have gotten us into the World Cup. You know what I mean? Like I haven't I haven't spent any time watching it, but we just keep like all we gotta do is beat Guatemala. You know, right. and then Guatemala comes up and boom, Nigeria is us. Well, dude, this is what you'll hear in a South sidebar um, when you talk about soccer. Can you, yeah, yeah, we didn't qualify because our our best athletes are not playing soccer. Yeah. Can you imagine LeBron in the goal? Oh, I love that. Huh? Can you imagine if our, our best athletes, imagine Walter Payton, <laughs> he played soccer. <laughs> you know that, right? This kid was a stud at Fenwick, but then they're not, you're not going to play. You know what? Because the girls don't care. Not going to a soccer game. Think I'm gonna sit there and watch watch you run around for ninety minutes? Thought you were hitting somebody. <laughs> I love it. You know what else you're gonna hear on the south side? You are listening to all over the place. <laughs> the best po- the best podcast in ever. Step it up, boys. Made me say that. I hit the wrong one. <laughs> I love it. You know what else you're gonna hear on the south side? You're listening to all over the place. With Pat McGann and Jim Flanagan. Is that what you want? I still hit the wrong one. I did. (laughs) You know what else you're going to hear on the South Side? Grim Lazy, you know what time it is. It's review time. This could be you. It's easy. Just type some words. (laughs) I love that part. (laughs) How about it? Just type some words, Brent. Type some words. You got some, bud? We do. We have a couple of reviews. Coach reached out again. We always love hearing from him. Proud to be a Grimley. Great show as always. I was at a Ford commercial once and Toby Keith, Democrat, sang for two hours. Really? Don't really understand that review, but I'll take it. Is Toby Keith a Democrat? Do we know that about him? I'm not sure. Thank you, coach. Uh, Appreciate it. He's putting a flag in everybody's ass. He doesn't care. Uh, And then uh, Loaf and Meal. Loaf and Meal left us a review on Wednesday. Uh, Five stars, a dandy episode. I, too, am a 200th anniversary infant. Just like you, Ooh, a bicentennial baby here. Mm-hmm. Insert hot dog bun here. <laughs> Back to our Joey Chestnut conversation. <laughs> I look forward to every Tuesday knowing I'll be able to enjoy your hilarious banter on my walks. You guys are a hoot. Keep it real, Violet. Oh, that's thank you, Violet. Thank you, Violet. What a great little review there. I was, all, I thought she was going to say, "Keep it real, loaf and meal." I thought that was going to be a little <laughs> rhyme at the end of that. I really did. Loaf and meal are some of our favorite words, right? They really are. But uh, thank you very much for the great reviews and for listening as always. Sometimes you have a loaf for a meal. <laughs> it's true. Right? Uh, very much so. And then you might have a loaf after, after the meal. meal. <laughs> That's if it goes well. Then you're hungry for another meal again. hey Okay. All right. That's it for our banter. Let's bring in our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> what do you no, got I- coming up? What do I have coming up, Jim? I am going to be uh, heading out. Um, very much looking forward to getting back on the Nobody Does This tour, opening for Sebastian, going this week to New Orleans on Thursday. We got a couple shows there. Houston, Houston Friday, Dallas Saturday and Sunday. Look at that action-packed weekend. Looking forward to it. Wow, that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that as well. Good. And I uh, want to plug something real quick. I'm going to be back with our friends at uh, All That Good Stuff on July 28th. 
Um, it. I'm going to be at La Fiesta. Our pal Kevin Bozeman's going to be there as well. Of course, uh, Maggie DiPaolo, uh, Bridget, and Mary-Kate are all going to be on the show, along with some other great comics. Now, uh, we've done a lot of All That Good Stuff shows. But they're awesome. They're and, all awesome. And Brimley's show up every single they time. They are all awesome. I remember the La Fiesta one very clearly, because that one, when we did um, during COVID, yeah. was a ton of fun. It really was. Really was. Yeah. And I, I imagine it's going to be even a better setup now without any restrictions. <laughs> it is. And then... Uh, so check that out. That's a great lineup. All yeah. That good stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, I'll be announcing some uh, Zadie's headlining dates soon for November and December. Love it. Oh, yeah. you got some... Uh, did you pick the dates? I think so. Attaboy. we finalize a couple things. And uh, yeah. yeah so we're going to have some, some of that to announce as well. Get ready to spend the holidays with your boy Jim Flanagan. With Jimmy Flafla. Can't wait. All right. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Love it. Ben, thanks for being here, buddy. A lot of fun. Ben Anderson in the basement with us. Love it. Thank you for listening. Please review. Please subscribe. What else, James? That's it. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye, everyone. Yeah.